0: Father, we thank you for this day and we thank you for this time as we come together. We thank you for the prayers that have been prayed. We thank you for the songs that have been sung. We thank you for the opportunity to worship you in giving. We thank you for this time that we celebrate such a great man and all his efforts and the ripple of that effect is still happening today. And Father, as we look into your word, let your word be in that same effect of cause ripples in our heart that will cause us to grow and to change and to become and to conform to all that you have desired for us to be. We thank you and we honor you for it all. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We are into our third episode of our series called Write the Vision, based out of the book of Habakkuk, Write the Vision. My opening statement for today is this. God is always at work, and while his work might seem slow to us, God will, in his own time and own ways, fulfill his word. As we wait on God to faithfully fulfill his word, we must put our trust and confidence in the Lord and not rely on our own understanding. As we wait on God to faithfully fulfill his word, we must put our trust and confidence in the Lord and not rely on our own understanding. Episode number one, we talked about, the the, uh, title of episode number one was Talk About It, where we emphasized how we have to honestly discuss with the Lord what's going on With us and how we feel about him. Episode number two, we talked about review your expectations. Review how you are expecting God to work it out because 99.9% of the time it ain't going to happen the way you expect it because God has a different way of doing things. And now this week, we're going to talk about the sight of faith. The sight of faith. In our definitions, the first definition is right. Right is to express by forming letters and words on paper or stone. Vision. Vision is the faculty of seeing, a revelation from God. Faith. Faith is the ascent of the mind or understanding to the truth of what God has revealed. And the last thing is sight, the act of seeing, perception of objects by the eye or view. So what we are saying is, what is the act of seeing what faith is? What is our action in seeing what faith is? What is the action in seeing what faith is? We're going to be in Habakkuk, the second chapter, starting at the second verse this is going to be a little longer than usual, I want to get all this in, so as you do your study and review of the sermon this week, you can know where I pulled all this from. Habakkuk 2 and 2 in the English Standard Version starts off like this, and the Lord answered me, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him. But the righteous shall live by faith. Moreover, wine is a traitor, an arrogant man who is never at rest. His greed is as wide as shield. Like death he has never enough, he gathers for himself all nations and collects as his own all people. Shall not these take up their taunts against him with scoffing and riddles for him, saying, Woe to him who heaps up what is not his own, for how long, and loads himself with pledges. Will not your debtors surely arise and those awake who will make you tremble? Then you will be spoiled for them. Because you have plundered many nations, all the remnants of the people shall plunder you. For the blood of man and violence to the earth, to cities and all who dwell in them. Woe to him who gets evil gain for his house, to set his nest on high, to be safe from the reach of harm. You have devised shame for your house by cutting off many people. You have forfeited your life, for the stones will cry out from the wall. And the beam from the woodwork responds, Woe to him who builds a town with blood and founds a city on iniquity. Behold, it is not from the Lord of hosts that people labor merely for fire, and nations weary themselves for nothing. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Woe to him who makes his neighbors drink. You pour out your wrath and make them drunk in order to gaze at their nakedness. You will have your fill of shame instead of glory. Drink yourself and show your, uncircumcised, uh, your uncircumcision. The cup in the Lord's right hand will come around to you and other shame will come upon your glory. The violence done to Lebanon will overwhelm you as will the destruction of the beast that terrified them. For the blood of man and violence to the earth, to cities and all who dwell in them. What prophet is an idol when his maker has shaped it, a metal image, a teacher of lies? For its maker trusts in his own creation when he makes speechless idols. Woe to him who says to a wooden thing awake, to a silent stone arise. Can this teach? Behold, it is overlaid with gold and silver, and there is no breath in it at all. But the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that it will rest upon the good soul of our hearts in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I have to start this off by quoting my long-range mentor, Dr. Tony Evans. And his definition of faith Resonates with me so strongly, I I have to give him his props, his due, because I just love the way he, he, he worded this. He says, faith is acting like something is so, even when it is not so, in order that it might be so, simply because God said so. So faith is acting like something is so, even when it is not so. In order that it might be so, simply because God said so. In this episode of the sight of faith, how does faith look? We see that Habakkuk put his foot in his mouth again. And if you remember last week, he, he already knew he had Said too much, so he says, Let me sit down and get ready to hear how the Lord get ready to tell me how I done messed up again. And so, there's some principles at work as we look at this set of scriptures. First thing that God wants to do is, He wants to, first of all, He wants to comfort the people because He says, Right this down what I'm finna tell you. He didn't never tell him to write anything before, but this time he said, you need to write this down. Mm -hmm. Have you ever sent, or have you ever been told to go to the store for your parents and they say, go get this, 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 and this, and you say, I got it. And they say, all right. And you go and you forget something. So the next time, They say, you you better write this down before you get yourself in trouble. It is this situation where he's saying, "Right, I don't want you to miss any of this. The people need to know this because if you you show up again without my flour to make this cake, you're going to get your butt beat. But we want to make sure we got everything that is necessary so when the people read it, they can run with it. They can action on it. They can go forward in it. So this upcoming revelation that God is giving is not just for Hebekah, it's for all of them. It's for Mama and them. It's for everyone. He is going to say, "All oh, y'all finna get in trouble with this city or the country of Babylon. All oh, y'all finna suffer. All oh, y'all finna go through this." So when it happens, don't be looking at me like, "What's going on?" Because I'm telling you what's getting ready to go on. The next thing that we can see in this is that God does not act immediately. Now, I know that's going against some of y'all grain, but God doesn't act immediately. He, he commands uh, Habakkuk to record this response. And he tells them this is not going to happen immediately, he says, but in some time in the future. He says the vision is set for an appointed time. It, it awaits this appointed time. It's going to happen when I need it to happen, not when you want it to happen. So what this tells us is just because God answers our prayer does not mean that the answer is coming immediately. Or does it mean that it's going to take place right away. So first, he wants us to write it down. Second, he wants us to understand that it's not going to happen immediately. Third, we have to realize that God's word is true and it will always come about. I'm going to have to say that one, one more time because God's word is true and it will come about. God says it will hasten to the end. It will not lie. It is going to happen. This is the promise that that reminds us that God's plans, his promises, his principles will be enacted. They are on the move and they will happen. God is not about any deception. He says it and that's what's going to happen. In fact, the Bible says that every word of God proves true. He's a shield who takes refuge in him. Now the fourth point is this, and it's the one that we don't like. We are to wait patiently on God. I'm going to say that one more time. We are to wait patiently on God. He says if it's even though it seems slow, wait on it. It may not happen when you wanted it to. It may not happen when you think it should happen. It may not happen when you think the second time it should happen. It may not happen, but God's timetable does not match our timetable. Our timetable is like the microwave. God's timetable is like a like a, a open pit that you're roasting something on. It takes long. Like a, oh, I ain't gonna go into all that. But like, so what God does is does it at his timing and his method and not ours. So as we look at this, we we, we can see that in our culture, which is one of instantaneous, instant gratification, God is not right. God goes totally against the grain. God, when I pray, as soon as I get up, I should have it. Right? Oh y- y'all y'all kind of hesitating and agreeing with me. When I pray God, it should happen because I wouldn't be praying if I ain't need it to happen. Oh, I can't get nobody. Y'all are a little nervous now with that agreement, huh? Okay, so so the, the the bottom line is our prayer, and even in the midst of our praying, the actions are already going into place. But there are more than what we can see that needs to happen. Yeah. There is a, final, there's a funny thing that I, I think about is one of, the, one of the, g- the great desires of a teenager is to get their driver's license, then to get them a car. There is a silent expectation that when I get my license, I'm going to get me a car. And I've had some friends that I've grown up with that that happened for them. And it happened in such a way that it became kind of something that at times I would want my own car, but after seeing how some of my friends got their car or what was supposed to be a car, but it really, well, it did have a title to it, but we really couldn't call, I had one friend, I ain't going to call his name out, but his parents bought him a car, and for about the first month, everything was okay. Then, one day he comes, he drives the car to school, and he's pulling into the parking lot, and he slams on the brakes really, really hard, jumps out the car, and comes on into school. And we was like, hey, why did you slam on the brakes? He says, because my brakes went out, so the way I stopped the car is... I slow down, and I throw it in reverse. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Just think about it now. I'm sorry. It kind of threw me off. But it was a, we we wouldn't even, today we wouldn't even classify that car as a hoopty. It was in such bad shape. But he was proud to have that car. Now, I'm quite sure if he would have waited instead of, so-called pressuring his family to get him a car, he probably would have had something better. But sometimes our immediate thing that we grab hold of is not the best thing for us at the time. That's why it's kind of easy to see when the devil's got his hands in the midst of it because we know that God slowly and has his hands in things and he's doing it in such a manner that it moves at a very slow pace paced in what we expect sometimes when things just slow, show up immediately mm-hmm. uh, we have to say lord is this you instead of jumping in it trying to get it started and then driving down the road and realize you ain't got no brakes I ain't calling out nobody, and I ain't pointing at nobody. I'm just saying these are some things that we have to be aware of. God is methodical in how he does this thing. And if you keep asking him, he's going to say, not yet, but it's on the way. The enemy will say, here you go. Yep. Yep. And you'll be, you be like, oh, yeah, thank you, Lord. And the Lord be like, I ain't get that to you. Lord, thank you. If you listen to me, I'm trying to tell you, that, and then to give this to you. And you're just getting all in it. You started up. you driving. And then next thing you know, you... <laughs> We're going to get to my verse in a minute. But the, the, the thing is, we have to realize that God already has this already planned out. If he tells you that I got you, then know he got you. Yeah. If he tell you, wait, then that don't mean tomorrow is coming. God's wait has a wait to it. Because there may be some things that he has to work out in you before he gives you what you ask for. I know some of us, okay, I know I have. I'll be like, Lord, I'm so sure glad you ain't give me when I wanted when I wanted because I'll be all jacked up right now. I'm glad you took some time and did some things in me to prepare me for what I because what I thought I wanted is what I wanted, but I wasn't prepared for mentally, physically, spiritually for what I wanted because I wasn't ready. The fifth thing, the fifth point is God will in his own time fulfill his word. We don't have an easy button when we deal with God. You just can't walk in there and say, Lord, give me this. There's a process that we go through. There's some things that we have to deal with. But it will come surely and it will not delay. When it show up, guess what? You know it. Everyone around you know it. Everybody knows it, that God has done something. But the timing of God rarely meets our expectation. That's why last week we had to talk about reviewing our expectation. Because we can't cop our attitude with God once God says, yes, you're going to get it, and be mad that he ain't not give it to us when we thought we should have got it. Okay. We have to know that it is a wise thing to realize that God is working out something great in our lives. And then, another thing. As God's people, our life is to be characterized by faith. As God's people, our life is to be characterized by faith. God says, behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him. Talking about the wicked people. But the righteous... Shall live by his faith. So God is contrasting these Babylons because they're filled with pride. They, they had the most beautiful uh, country, uh, city in the world. The, the, in fact, it was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. It's called the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. To be in a mountain and to have uh, these beautiful gardens and the, the, the aqueduct system that was used to keep the plants all, all was just beautiful and Babylon knew it they just knew there was all that and two bags of chips with a Pepsi on the side they just had it all together yes two Pepsis now since you done said <laughs> that so with that being said they were all about how good they were But the God's righteous people are to live their lives marked by faith. Even in the dark times. Even in the sad times. Even when it looks like nothing is going right. Faith is a confident outlook of trust and dependence upon God. While living in faithfulness to the commands of God. And as Dr. Evans said. Faith is acting like something is so, even when it is not so, in order that it might be so, simply because God says so. And if we grab hold of that, it, today it don't look like it. it, tomorrow don't look like it, but I know it's going to look like it sooner or later. I'm walking in the fact that it's going to happen. I am moving in the fact that it's going to happen. And although everything around me is saying it ain't going to happen, God said it is, so what you said has no relevancy in what I'm doing. And finally, I I said all that to 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 get to one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He will make straight your path. He will guide your path. God's got your path if you trust in him with all your heart. So our response in every situation is, Trust in the Lord. Back in the day when we were uh, a small little family, we had got a hold of these, uh, I think we had transferred over the CDs at the time. Still might have been back in the tape days. Some of y'all wouldn't even know what tape days were. But anyway, we had these, these, uh, I think it was, we had just transferred over the CDs. No, no, it's still tapes. This is the cassette tapes. And we had this tape, and it was uh, uh, scriptural songs. And that was one of the ones that always resonated with me because it was just a really simple song. And it was, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct Yes, he shall direct your paths. He will not suffer your foot to be moved. He will not cause you to stumble. The Lord is faithful. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, the first part I got. I am not the good. Don't, don't ask me to sing a song according to the lyrics. I would never do name that tune. I make up my own lyrics. But the problem is you, you, you start getting things into your spirit and the next thing you know, that's how you operate. And so why I, I, I brought up the scripture because if we can grab hold of, trust in the Lord with all your heart, don't lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. Yes, yes. If we can just get that part, trust in him, him only, because you can depend on him. And don't lean on your own understanding. Because your understanding is based upon your senses. The things you can see. The things you can taste. The things you can smell. The things you can feel. If we don't lean on those. But we cause the sight of our faith to be trusting in God. And what he has said. That even though it don't look so. It will be so. Because God said so. And then we can walk in the power of what that is. And so it's very easy. I I know for some of us, I know for me, it's very easy for me to go off on these tangents in my mind to think about Maybe I've done something wrong. Maybe God's not listening to me. Maybe God's punishing me. Maybe if we start, because it didn't happen when we expected it to, and so now we're beating ourselves up and and we're causing ourselves no longer to trust God because it didn't happen when we expected it to. But if we trust that God's word is true, then we know it's going to happen. It is going to happen. And now, so God is finally saying in all this, he says, listen, I'm using Babylon to correct your hard-held self, but, but however, I want you to also know that Babylon is going to get in trouble for correcting you. So rest in that, you're going to be in captivity, but somebody going to come and put them in captivity because of the way they treated you. God's going to accomplish his ultimate purpose. Whatever his purpose is, and that purpose is, he wants to display his glory throughout all the earth. He chose this little nation that just came together because somebody left his home as he was directed by God. He says, I have chosen you, nation of Israel, to be an example to the other nations. And they'd rather be like the other nations instead of following what God says. Because God wants the entire earth to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. And that it will be like the waters covering the sea. Do y'all know that we have more ocean than we have land? We have more ocean than we have land. And if you start talking about the depth of the ocean, we really, we really ain't, we all should be a... See, see people, if, if you really think about it, instead of living on the land, because we got more room. But there's some things that, in the de- okay, I'm sorry, I was going on a tangent. Uh, well, uh, um, the thing that we want to look at is that God's word, his desire is for his word to touch the ears of every person. All eight billion people on this earth, he wants his word to touch them. He wants to display his glory throughout all the earth. And that is how God will achieve his purpose, by displaying his glory in all the earth. And so we want to walk in that. We want to live in that. We want to walk by faith, not by sight. We want to see by faith, not by sight. We want to move by faith. Not by sight. We want to do everything by faith because faith is acting like something is so, even when it is not so, in order that it might be so, simply because God said so. Acting like something is so, even when it is not so, in order that it might be so, simply because God says so. If God said it, that settles it. Yes. They used to say, if God said it, I believe it, that settles it. But it don't matter if you believe it or not. What well, God said going to happen. You can say, I don't believe that, and it'll happen right in front of you. And you'll be like the Babylonian sitting out there. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not trying. Okay. We have to get our minds locked into the fact that if I trust God, I acknowledge him in every situation, whether I'm on the top of the mountain or whether I feel like I'm in the lowest valley. If I'm acknowledging him, he's going to provide me the direction for me to get the next level of his glory. Or he's going to provide me the next door to go out of. So I'm out of that situation. But he is going to do it. If I do it on my own, guess what? I'm on my own. Trust in him. Him only. Because you can depend on Him. I guess that's next week, babe. Yeah. Alright. With that being said, I, 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 I have to say this. The key in all this is, you have to have a relationship with Jesus. This is just the bottom line key to this. You have to have a relationship with Jesus. And Getting that relationship is not a hard thing at all. The Bible says it like this. It says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Because with the heart one believes and is justified and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. The word save Means to be rescued, to mean, means be delivered. The Bible says that we, the wages of sin, which is missing the mark that God has set for you, the result of that is death. However, the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so I want us to wrap our mind around this very fact that it is not a hard thing. That it is a simple declaration, a simple change of direction. The word repent simply means changing to a new direction. Everyone needs to repent. We made it seem like repent was such a bad thing, but repent is a good Thing because it's setting you up to go into a good direction. And then finally, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I want to let you know that this is not an individual event. This is a team sport. And when you make that decision today, when you make that decision today, when you make that decision today, that we want to come alongside you. We want to assist you along this journey. We want to be there for you and with you. And with that being said, you can let, we can let you know by, I mean, we can be alongside you by emailing us. Let us know that you made that decision. In our email is info at godshousecc.com. Or you can text us at 864-920-0100. Let us know that you've made that decision. We want to come and be a part of your journey into the kingdom of God. Let us know. Again, that that, uh, email is info at godshousecc.com. And that text number is 864 920 100 Well, friends and family, that's episode number three in the books. The sight of faith. The sight of faith is to trust in him, him only, because you can depend on him. Until next week. God's blessings be upon you, in Jesus' name.